the Mariners. Spring training is in session. Julio is starving off of his sophomore slump year in which he finished fourth in MVP votes. Welcome back to another episode of the Seattle Sports Show, where we love Seattle pro sports. I'm your host, Mikey, and today we are talking about the Mariners. Spring training has started. Everybody's reported they're getting their training in. We've seen some batting practices. We've seen pitchers pitching. It's a good time of year right now to get right back into baseball and uh, be excited for the season upcoming. Uh, But while we're in training, let's talk about some things uh, that have come out of training and a little bit of the offseason in general. First up, we got to talk about Julio Rodriguez. He is hashtag starving. You may have seen that uh, while... Uh, the Super Bowl was on. You know, after the Super Bowl ended, he was there. He was at the stadium. He was watching live. And, uh, you know, he took a picture on his phone uh, after the Chiefs won, and they were on the field celebrating. And uh, he took that picture, posted it uh, to his social media, and says, I want to know what that feels like. Hashtag starving. And, you know, people interpreted this in many different ways uh some people thinking maybe it was a slight against the mariners uh for not uh getting him enough pieces last year to get there i didn't take it that way i took it as oh this guy is seeing what it's like to celebrate a championship live he's seeing players celebrate winning uh and being at the top of their game he wants to know what that feels like he just wants it he's in the moment he sees how awesome that is for those players and he wants to experience that himself i don't think he had any uh secret agenda there Uh, especially when you hear his comments that he's made during spring training uh and other news that has come out uh since spring training has started uh one, we could talk about uh, his little uh, press conference uh, with the media uh, where he talked about this year being a sophomore slump for him. And uh, he, was, he, he talked about how he knows that nobody, um, or he knows how people get frustrated when... Uh, he had times in the season last year where he uh, was not playing up to his potential, right? And he says, but nobody gets as frustrated as he does 
at himself when he's playing poorly because he knows what he wants for himself. He knows what he expects for himself. And, um, you know, so, so there's nobody's going to hold him, him to a higher standard than himself because he believes in himself that much and, um, knows that he can, uh, you know, be better. And again, a, a year in which he finished fourth in MVP voting. He's talking about like, yes, that was a sophomore <laughs> slump year for me. Uh, going into his third year now, um, you know, he, he he talked about how last year um, he felt like there was times where he failed. And what he took from that was those were things that he needed to learn. And now he's learned those things, and the next step is to grow, to work on it, and get better. And that's what he's been working on this uh, this this off season, and hoping that he's going to be even better uh, this coming year. Again, we're talking about <laughs> people saying he's a sophomore slump himself. Uh, you know, titling last year as sophomore slump, in which. It was a year that he finished fourth in MVP voting. Okay. Um, yeah. So that is exciting to hear. Just to hear Julio talk with the way he does about, you know, with the passion that he has for baseball, the passion that he has for the fans, that is something that is, you know, rare to see you're you're going to get interviews with players across all different sports where uh you know and and quite recently just where they just tuning out the fans they don't care about the fans they're just there to do a job right for Julio the way he expresses his love about baseball his love of the fans who support him it's just it's just different um and you know the the hunger that he has, the work ethic that he has, and the passion that he has for it uh, is what leads me to believe that he is going to be even better this year than he was last year. Uh, again, we'll mention it here uh, as well. He finished, uh, he didn't finish, uh, sorry. <laughs> he did finish fourth in the MVP voting, but going into this year, based off of what he did last year, MLB has him ranked as the 10th best player overall in Major League Baseball. They posted, they came out with their list of the top 100 players, you know, and of course, they were going 10 at a time, you know, as they were releasing it over a number of days, and Julio's name kept not being on there so you know okay well he's definitely not going to be below 100 so they're going to get there eventually you know they got through 11 through 20 still name wasn't on there so you go okay he's going to be ranked in the top 10 let's see how far up he is up there um and uh he ended up being number 10 okay uh think about that last year he ranked going into the season after just his rookie year he ranked number 16 after his sophomore year in which he himself called it a sophomore slump. He is now going into his third year going up in the rankings and ranked number 10 overall 
uh, in Major League Baseball. That is just amazing stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> if he goes on the same trajectory that he did from his rookie year to his sophomore year, then you are talking about a guy that's going to be finishing even higher in MVP votings. Because again, for himself to call the slump, but to move up in the rankings and to still put up the numbers that he put up, then, uh, you know, again, 32 homers, 37 steals, um, you know, it, it it's you don't you don't get a lot of people in the thirty thirty uh club that often these days, right? So um you know I, I I think he's I think he can match his numbers that he put up last year. Um no problem because again there was times where he struggled and there was periods of the season where he just looked like an average player instead of the MVP caliber player that he is. And I just believe that he's done the work this offseason that will make him even more consistent than he was last year. Uh, and just quickly looking at the players above him, at nine they had Garrett Cole, uh, eight they had Jordan Alvarez, uh, seven, they had Juan Soto, six, Corey Seager, five, Freddie Freeman, uh, four, Shohei Otani, three, Aaron Judge, two, Mookie Betts, and one, Ronald Acuna Jr. So being ranked in the top 10, he's obviously in a very good company. Uh, and I can easily see him having uh you know a better year than uh some of these guys that are uh ranked ahead of him in the top 10 right now so i think he will definitely be uh in the race for mvp this year and if that is the case that means the mariners will be in the race for the playoffs and hopefully a world series uh in general all right, so there you go. There's Julio. Uh, that's what we got out of Julio so far. Again, spring training, it's just starting. People are just getting there, just just reporting, and they're just getting this started. So we'll get more. Um, you know, some moves that we can talk about that were made uh, prior to camp starting is Levi Stout uh, was claimed off of waivers from the Reds. So the deal that got, uh, you know, he was part of the deal that got us Luis Castillo. Uh, now just, you know, Whatever was going on over there with the Reds, it caused him to take a step back where when he was with us originally, he was one of our top prospects, right? I mean, we had to give up prospects to get Luis Castillo, like, you know, a Cy Young candidate guy. So we we gave him up. He, he took a step back. Uh, so they uh, designated him for a sign, but we were able to, claim him off waivers uh he sounds happy to be here the mariners sound to be sound like they're happy to have him back and um you know how the mariners do with pitching it sounds like they're going to be able to get him back on track and he'll be again uh some depth that we needed um because you never you just never know what's going to happen to uh 
pitcher's arms throughout a season. So we were looking a little bit thin before uh, for depth, but uh, that will definitely uh, give us a little bit of cushion should we need uh, somebody at some point during the season. Uh, there was a short-lived story of Kanan Smith in Jigba uh, coming here, being claimed off of waivers from the Pirates. Well, when we picked up um, Stout, uh, we designated Kanan Smith in Jigba for assignment, and the Pirates uh, went ahead and picked him back up from us. So uh, it was a, a fun little moment, just uh, you know, a, a fun little headline for the very short-lived amount of time that it was uh, that the uh, Smith and Jigba brothers were in the same city together. <laughs> it just wasn't really meant to be, I guess. Um, let's see here. Let's some, talk about some other things that we got uh, during this spring training time. Ty France, with his little interview press conference session, talked about his time working this offseason um, at Driveline and, you know, talked about how he just, he never realized uh, how messed up mechanically his swing was. Uh, he was somebody who was self-taught. Uh, you know, his swing never really went to training uh, or had a coaching, uh, somebody fixing stuff for him. Now, uh, you know, after last year, taking a step back, he uh, went out went to driveline with JP and um, worked on some things mechanically. And uh, he said, you know, uh, he gets it. He's working on it. Um, there's still some things he's going to keep from his old swing, but he's, he's um, can see the things that were bad habits before that he's uh, taken out of his swing. And he's added 3.5 miles per hour to his swing. That is something that is going to be exciting to see. Just imagine how hard he's going to be get, uh, hitting that ball when he's getting to it with that uh, bat speed. Uh, the exit velocity of those balls. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, I can just imagine Ty France having a bounce back here this year. Just that alone, as well, is going to be a big difference for the Mariners. Uh, I mean, if JP can, you know, just get somewhere close to what he did last year, Julio stays consistent all year long. Same with Cal Raleigh, Ty France. If he steps it back up to what he was the previous year, then my goodness, uh, you know, with the pieces that they added now with Garver, um, you know, uh, drawing a blank but you know you know what i mean um you know we we are really uh looking at a a, a team that uh could be uh doing damage if he's if uh you know if if ty france is going to be contributing uh like we expected him to yeah, 
you know, Mitch Garver, Jorge Polanco. That's, <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, but yeah, that's the other name I was thinking of. But yeah, imagine all those guys now uh, together and, you know, hopefully being consistent throughout the year. Uh, let's see here. What else did I want to hit on? Um, uh, Cal Raleigh. Uh, he was on a KJR uh, interview and uh, uh, the, the thing to take about out of this one was him talking about wanting to be a Mariner for life. You know, that would has always been a dream of his is being drafted by a team and then sticking with that one team throughout his whole career because that's a hard thing to do and, uh, you know, Normally, that would signify that a player who does that, they're normally, you know, a Hall of Fame, legendary type of player. Um, you know, we all know his agent, Scott Boris. So uh, he, he said all those nice things about wanting to be with the Mariners for life. But then at the end, he did say it is out of his control. So, you know, that... <laughs> that, that, that tells you that, yes, his... his uh, <laughs> Um, his agent is not going to let him just um, sign a new contract without uh, going to free agency and, and testing what that's like and seeing just how much money uh, is he going to get. Uh, okay, so uh, that's what I, the, those are the main topics I wanted to hit on out of spring training camp right now. Uh, I, I think uh, before we head out of here, there was one other thing that I wanted to mention that's just fun for us fans. Because again, that's what this is about. This is about the fans. And uh, opening week warm-up has been announced. This is replacement for what used to be FanFest. It's not quite FanFest, but still, this is something for the fans, which is great to see. Uh, them bring back. So this is going to be Sunday, March 24th, of course, at Teamable Park. Uh, I'm going to read their little uh, blurb that they have about it. They say, gear up for the 2024 season with our opening week warm-up presented by Starbucks. While the squad squares off against the Cubs in Peoria, you can enjoy behind-the-scenes access at Teamable Park, the chance to meet Mariners legends and future stars and more. Check out all the details below. Sunday, March 24th at Teamable Park, Tickets are $10, but free for kids 14 and under. Uh, parking will be $10 in the Mariners garage while spaces last. So if you're worried about paying for a uh, huge amount of parking uh, fees, that's a day where it's actually going to be reasonable. Only $10 as long as you get there early enough to get a space because... Um, uh, you know, this is something I, I'm guessing fans are going to want to be at, uh, especially with the, the, the cost of tickets being just $10. And um, we'll get to what's going to be there in just a moment. So um, you, what you need to know is that gates open at 11 a.m. for season ticket members. They will open at 12 p.m. for all fans. So if you're a season ticket member, you can get in at 11. For everybody else, we'll, we'll be able to get in at 12 and then the event will conclude at 4 p.m. Uh, oh, for note, uh, for every one purchase ticket, you can have four free kid tickets. Um, 
So what's going to happen here? You're, uh, one of the events will be watching the Mariners take on the Cubs. So you watch the squad on the big screen as they face off against Chicago Cubs down at spring training in Arizona. Because, yes, the team will actually be in Arizona uh, for uh, preseason spring training game. First pitch will be at 1.10 p.m. So, you know, the players aren't going to actually be there. But you'll be able to watch the game. And um, what's going to happen, though, they're going to have... Uh, meet alumni, future stars, and the Mariner Moose. So um, there's going to be autograph sessions. They haven't announced who's going to be there, but there's going to be autograph sessions, photo ops, and meet and greets. So, um, you know, even without knowing who's going to be there, it's still, you know, an exciting thing. Uh, I think especially for, this is to me, it's really aimed at kids right i mean i've taken my kids to mariners games i've taken them to uh aqua Sox games uh to them just seeing a baseball player uh live is pretty cool i've gotten uh them onto the field uh at mariners games to walk the bases aqua Sox games to walk the bases and uh you know uh, autograph sessions, both places. Guess what? They didn't feel any less excited about getting uh, to get a picture and talk with a player or get an autograph from a player from the Aqua Sox than they did with the Mariners. You know, like my uh, my four my four year old and six year old, they didn't know the difference they were just excited they were talking to a professional baseball player that they just watched play and that's fun for them so uh even if they're not going to have all the current guys there because they're actually at a training game um then uh you know i I think it's still going to be fun uh for the kids and you know who knows maybe they do get some uh fun um players from us parents from our age and uh, we'll be excited to see those players uh, as well. Uh, Big league opportunities is their next section. They're going to have an activity where you get to pitch in the bullpen. They're going to have the run the bases, of course, and uh, you'll uh, they'll have a thing where you can go sit in the dugout uh, and they'll have behind the scenes access where the Mariners clubhouse um, you'll get to tour the clubhouse to see where the players get ready to where the players get ready for every home game. Uh, you'll get to see the Muckle Shoot interview room. Uh, check out where every news conference takes place, uh, and then uh, you'll get a tour of premium spaces. So you visit recently renovated premium areas of the ballpark. Um, and then. Uh, they want you to know that there's also the value menu that's coming out this year and uh, being at the opening week warm-up will be the first opportunity to try the 2024 value meal uh, or sorry value menu and beer lineup so they can have value menu and beer um, and then uh, the team store uh, of course is uh, going to be open they're going to have a sidewalk sale and the new lineup of the 2024 gear Maybe you want some hats. You probably don't want the jerseys, right? Everybody's been talking about how bad the Fanatics jerseys are this year, and everybody's seen the pictures of them uh, and how just like 
bad they look, how cheap they look, uh, how the lettering and numbering is like so far off. It's, uh, it's bad. But anyways, back to this fun event for fans. I think that's going to be really exciting. It, uh, it'll be a fun thing to bring uh, the kids out to if uh, you're free to do that that day. And, uh, okay, uh, I think we covered everything here. Uh, you know, comment. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know uh, how excited are you for, you know, some sort of fan event at least coming back for the Mariners. Maybe not be uh, exactly what Fan Fest was, um, but uh, this is at least something for the fans uh, to go and enjoy. And again, for me, somebody with five kids, uh, you know, this is something that, I'm very interested in because I, I think it's a it's a fun event for them uh, and a fun experience. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the other thing I want you to comment on is spring training in general and Julio Rodriguez's comments. Do you think last year was a sophomore slump? And if it was, do you think he's going to get over it? And do you see the... MVP potential in Julio this year. All right. Those are all things I want to know. And I want you to uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. So, you know, when all the new episodes come up, because I've been putting out a lot now lately. Um, I want you to head over to Apple podcasts, uh, subscribe, uh, leave a five-star rating and a written review on Spotify, hit that follow button. Uh, and then any the other podcast, just make sure you hit the follow or subscribe, whatever you need to do, okay? And thank you so much for listening to the Seattle Sports Show where we watch Legends Awaken. So take cover because with a sea of sound, you will see us rise to reign supreme and win forever.